Hi, welcome to the Shapeshifters Podcast. My name is Genesis Guevara, and I'm here with Jennifer Salcedo, and it is time for another conversation. Mm. Hopefully, one that will take us and you, the listener, one step closer to making sense of the world around us so we can build happy and fulfilled lives. Boom. Hey guys, welcome back to the Shapeshifters Podcast. This episode is about Jennifer... The interpretation of fear. That's right. The interpretation of fear. Um, fear, it's an emotion. We all feel it. Um, nobody likes it. We do not like the feeling of fear. But it is an important emotion because it's trying to tell us something. And it it's an important emotion because, you know, I think it's a it can be used as a guide for life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so why is fear a good thing? So, Jen and I wanted to talk about this. Um, we actually just were thinking of a subject to talk about. And I think fear is something that I am coming to terms with these past couple of years on how it's actually helped my life. I had a conversation with um, one of my mom's friends. And we were sitting and talking literally for hours. And of course, it was about real estate. That's nice. Um, but she had asked me. Um, she said, how did you end up being the way you're, you are? Mm-hmm. And like, how, why are you so invested in, in how to get better and, and invest in real estate? Like, yeah. what is your drive? No, that's the and question I was, of the century. Everybody yeah. wants to know how Jennifer's doing it. <laughs> tell us, she's about to tell us. <laughs> Only here. Yeah. And, and my mom was there. And like, at this point, like I'm old enough that I, I don't care to keep anything from my mom. So I'll, I was just straight up honest. I was mm-hmm. like, and my dad was like in the other room so he could hear me too. And I was like, you know, I thought about it for a second. And I think it's because me and Genesis had this conversation before. So a lot of these like in-depth or uh, deep conversations happened with me, Jen, off off recording. And it was years ago. And I was like, you know what, Jen? Like, or to her friend, I was like, honestly, and I looked at my mom. I was like, I just feared like not um, being in, like not not enough, but just like not being able to hold myself accountable. And my mom just was so hard on me when I was young. Like if I didn't get it, the first place in piano recital, she was disappointed. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. she's like, why did you get second place? Mm-hmm. Why did you get third place? Right? Damn. Or um, and she started leaning up as I got older because I guess she realized like man, like maybe she's being too hard or something and. I don't know, maybe that's just how she grew up and wants to be a mom is she wants her kids to be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I didn't want to go back home. I wanted to do other things in life. And I was like, this is the only way. I mean, I just I was just lucky that I found this topic, right? I, it could have been anything else. And I could have found something that I was deeply passionate about. But it was truly that. I just didn't want to go back home. I was like, I didn't like that feeling. So I was like, all, you could, all I did was push forward and use that fear to push me forward. And then the lady goes, and I thought it was a bad thing. I didn't like that I had to use that type of energy of fear as a kid to push me forward. But she obviously is my mom's age, right? In her in her 50s. And she has a kid of her own. And I can see how she's very well self-aware and has a lot of self-development herself. And she's like, she's like, but you know, that's actually it can be a good thing. And I looked, I was like thinking for a second, I was like, that took me back because I was like, I didn't think that perspective, those lenses were not in how I felt. I just, I, I didn't like it because I was a kid and I didn't like that my mom didn't like if I didn't get first place. <laughs> At least I tried, right? 
Um, but she's like, but do you think you could have gotten where you are now without that? And I was like, no. So there's another way of like, some, sometimes fear is good. It, it's unfortunate that it happens, but, um, you know, I'm not going to hold my mom against me or hold my, hold it to her against her because if that's how we grew up. Um, because if it wasn't for her, I don't know where I would be. I would be pushing harder. I could be more lax. You know what I mean? I could have been more lax with myself, been okay with just, um, you know, second or third place. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's so, kind of where it comes from. Yeah. Right. So basically the moral of this is that your childhood drama is what's going to drive you to be the best mm-hmm. that you can. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no. Dude, 100%. I mean, I mean, other kids <laughs> grow up different, though. Take I mean, I've seen 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Take what you get. You know, take what you can. Yeah. From... Run with it. Right. I didn't even have that realization until I was well and after college. Mm. I was like, well, I just thought of it like I just didn't want to go back home. But to me, that's fear. Mm. It's fear of not wanting to go back home. Yeah. Um, and, and be around that again. So I just had to do what I had to do. Yeah. And uh, now I'm like a butter, or like a butterfly, <laughs> like a flower blooming, um, doing things that make me uncomfortable or fear. I mean, I think uncomfortableness is a little bit of fear. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uncomfortableness is like the feeling of being in an environment that you're not used to, not sure of yourself within that environment. Mm-hmm. And then fear, it's like, um, it's kind of the same. It's like a fear of the unknown, maybe, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I think fear of the unknown is, like, biological, you know? Like, anytime you put an animal in an unknown environment, it's, like, it acts out in fear, you know? Because it doesn't know what's going on. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I The two are pretty close, but definitely different. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, dude, yeah, fear of the unknown stops a lot of people. And it's in different ways, too. So some people can be really confident in some things and not have that fear. So fear is not, like, all around everywhere. It's just, like, certain things that you're not familiar with, um, not confident in, and uh, that just prevents you from doing some stuff. So in my life where I'm starting to feel uncomfortable, I start leaning in more because every time I did it, it's gotten me somewhere good, Mm -hmm. you know? That's good. Um, So – I, do, I always think to myself, I'm like, man, I'm terrified of spiders. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, like, <laughs> I was like, man, would I ever, like, overcome that? And I'm like, I still in my mind. I mean, I still have that fear. I don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone could give me any amount of money to, to get myself to, like, even touch that thing. Like or, a like, tarantula? That thing. Oh, no. You like, should I just won't get even. a pet Those tarantula. Are, yo, I would – I literally – I don't even think I could save Yaz <laughs> <for> <laughs> It, it was like it was like <laughs> that's so bad. like that's how, that's like said I'm like man like get a baby pet tarantula dude I, it's not happening it's not happening like not like if you said yeah, Jen I'll give you a billion dollars if you just like stay in a cage you know like fear factor mm-hmm. stay in a cage with with spiders mm-hmm. hard no hard no okay a billion bucks I don't think I would I just be like nope no amount of money a billion I want to do that dude. But you know what? You know a what I was thinking? Because this this talk of <laughs> Jennifer, I don't think you understand how much a billion is. 
It's a hundred times one million and a million a lot. Are you sure? Do you know what you're I'm, saying? I'm positive. There's I'm positive. only a limited amount of billionaires on the planet. Mm-hmm. You would literally be able to do everything you wanted to do and then to let your dad and mom quit. Maybe finally, you know, like everybody would be happy in your life. You still want to do it? Mm-mm, not convinced. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think the thing is, me and Zoe were, again, me and Zoe were talking about this, I bring her up again. If she listens to this podcast, she'll hear her name being called out. <laughs> but um, we were talking about how, like, I don't think, we don't think humans actually can comprehend how much a billion is. Like, we know it's a mm. lot, but it's like, it's just like so much. There was a, there was something like, uh, how many hour how much money an hour would i have to make to make a billion mm. to make a billion and you're talking about just in a 40 hour work week full time right there was it's like how big is a billion it says how long would it take for you to 1000 it would take you 27 thousand years to reach one billion dollars if you're making a hundred a day <laughs> so it's it's they're not dumbing it down for me enough um uh, what's this let's say that your friend decided to count it says 50 million minutes divided by 60 30, i don't know i don't know but it, it's a crazy amount anyway as we continue I think I kind of feel the same about roaches, where I'm like, I don't know what it is, man. What a fucking roach. Are you serious? You're serious? You're not? You don't feel that way? I thought every, it was like a universal thing that everyone was just- I mean, not like to the point of like, that's like your highest thing. Oh my God. Just picturing the damn thing in my head gives me the creeps. I would not be able to get into a a vat of cockroaches for a billion Hmm. Actually, no, for a billion, I might do anything. I could do anything okay. for a billion, I think. Okay. Well, so I say. <laughs> so I say to the <laughs> whole world. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so back on to the fear thing. Um, I think it's great that, you know, you used, you know, what from your... I mean, it's said from your childhood, the push and the drive to be the best that you could. And also, you know, the want to not return home and just like do your own thing. So that's really awesome. Um, I, for those listening that don't have parents that, you know, kind of expected them to be the best, you know, you just had parents that were pushing and supporting you and stuff. Um, I guess that person can turn out however, right? Cause mm-hmm. you can look at me and all my siblings and we're quite different. Um, but for me, uh, what drives me isn't fear as much, I would say, because I feel like I lead a pretty comfortable life. What drives me is the people around me. Like, Jennifer, you drive me to be better. Now that's where the fear comes in, because I could comfortably sit where I am and be okay with it and just live my life comfortably for the rest of my life. I say, you know, once kids are involved, it might be not so comfortable with the salary I'm making, but 
it was Jennifer who was like, you know, she's doing all these great things and she wants those great things for us. And so we ask and we're like, how can we be uh, better? And so she tells us and now it's up to us to do those things. Now that's where the fear for me comes in. And I'm sure, you know, those Jennifer that are around you who might also ask you that and be like, how do you do it, Jennifer? Well, it's like, you're like, this is what you do. And now they're like, well, I'm scared to do that. I don't know how to do that. You know, what if mm-hmm. I fail? So I think for me, that's where the fear comes from, where it's like, um, the fear of like, not sure if I have it in me to mm-hmm. succeed in that thing. But mm-hmm. that thing requires a lot of upfront costs, right? Um, whether mm-hmm. it's like buying a house, which I did, I was really scared of buying the house because it's like, what if I don't find people to rent the rooms? Or, you know, what if something is absolutely wrong with the house and I just don't, didn't catch it or a home inspector didn't catch it and now I have this piece of junk, you know? Um, so that was one of them. And then the other one was, uh, I just got a new job this year, a couple months ago. And, you know, I was comfortably sitting in my job, happily had friends. I had a good relationship with my boss and, uh, you know, it, it was like, okay, well, it's an opportunity to grow and do more if you go to this other job. And it's like, there's a lot of fear there. Cause it's like, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what your relationship with your boss is going to be like with your coworkers. Um, you don't know what t- jobs are going to put you on. You don't know if you'll be able to do it, you know? Um, but I used let the fear kind of drive me and say, okay, I'm clearly afraid to do this. Um, but I've been comfortable for a while now and I think it's time to be afraid. So I did it and now I've been working in there for a while now and uh you know I'm I'm working on a project right now and I was uncomfortable when I started the project not fear at this point but now I was just uncomfortableness because I was in a new environment that I wasn't I didn't know anybody I I didn't like things about the environment I was in didn't like the drive to it was like cross bunch of traffic um but you know I love for a day I would like moped about it but after a while I was like you know what like this is that uncomfortableness that we speak of that we need to just like settle in just you know just let it feel it feel it and just use it use it as a tool to grow and so mm-hmm. you know I decided okay well if that's the case then I'm just gonna accept it and then do my best while I'm here and so that's kind of what I've been doing you know and uh Everybody likes me and they think I'm doing a good job. And so, you know, that will get around back to my boss and hopefully put me on more projects that I'll be uncomfortable in as well, you know, because this is all new stuff that I'm learning. And so, and Mm -hmm. these are skills that I'm growing. And uh, of course, it's going to be a lot of uncomfortable moments. um, And I knew that. That's kind of why I was scared. But, you know, it's it's a good thing because I'm growing. And so that fear... You're, you're afraid of all these things. You're afraid of, like, not being enough, of failing. And it's like, well, you're not going to grow if you don't try. So. How do you feel after um, buying the house and being in your job for a while? Because I would say it's been, like, what, two months? Yeah. So the house has been October, yeah, two months. And the job, yeah. Because <laughs> everything happened in one month. <laughs> the house, I, I love my house. Love it so much. I, we can do whatever we want to it. You know, we've been doing this here and this there. And we're like, oh, we can see ourselves doing this. We decorated it with the help of Jade. We decorated it and it looks nice. I still have one roommate, Zoe, who moved in with me from the last place I lived in. And we finally found 
a new roommate and she's she seems awesome like we could talk on the phone with her she's got two dogs she's gonna be bringing and so uh yeah we have some neighbors that are really nice so far so good it feels really good um and with the job love my coworkers. they're super cool my boss super cool so it's like you know, you, the interview when you, in your job, it's not just for you. It's it's not just for them. It's for you too, you know, for you to be like, okay, do I think this is going to be good? And so, you know, same with interviewing um, the roommate. So it's like, there's, you're, you're afraid, but you try and do things logically so that the fear kind of goes away a little bit. And logic, once once you're going off of logic, it's hard to be, if, you know, there's not much unknown there because it's kind of, some things are just like for certain or obvious. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's, that's how I've been feeling after that. So I'm feeling good. Well, you know, just taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Growing slowly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking while you were talking, sometimes it, it doesn't, it, not everyone can like solo overcome things, especially fear and uncomfortableness. Um, my, my partner, I think has helped me a a ton and you G for opening my eyes to things that I wouldn't do or didn't do, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not so much that, um, you know, we're pressing me. It was just more like a perspective of like, if you did do this or if you did do that, this is what could happen. Um, because, Fear can definitely just be lost in your head where, where, and then you just kind of turn away from it every, every time it gets uncomfortable, every time you don't like something, um, you could not even talk about it with like friends or family, but I think it's super important to like open yourself up to what makes you uncomfortable and hopefully, you know, someone can give you a perspective of like, no, if you actually did this, this and that, or if they just like, were like, no, just do it. You know what I mean? As simple as like, just do it. Um, I think just those simple words is like pretty pretty impactful and and strong for someone who doesn't like overthinks things Mm, you know yeah um because truly just doing it is so simple but just getting past that really pushes you on like this other level of um sometimes you don't even know yourself that you can do it but like having some like accountability partner or an actual partner or a really good best friend um who wants to see you win and who wants to see you grow is super important. I think I, what happened? I don't know. I was talking to someone at like some meetup and they're like, how do you save so much or how do you something? So I know not everyone's like me where I can be an like solo pushing myself. I mean, there's some things that I do need help pushing on. Like if I feel lazy going to the gym, I always, I'm like asking, yes, should I go to the gym? Just go, you know, like (laughs) just go or do something or I feel like doing this, but like I'm asking her permission, but sometimes it's, it's nice to like have someone there like, Hey, should I do this? Should I do that? And me and Jen sometimes will be like, you know, throughout the years, we've always asked each other, like, each other, like here's our thoughts. Yeah. What do you think I should do? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, listeners out there that are like super in their head, just ask your friend, just ask your best friend that you can trust with or have a partner or have a family member with if you're super close to your mom or dad. Like sometimes those are the best people to just lean on because mm-hmm. you can't not you can't do everything yourself. It's like you if you need that accountability partner, ask them to tell you like to do it and times where you feel weak you know so yeah I think I couldn't have gotten to where I am without my family and friends for sure nothing nothing happens 
when you when you're just doing it alone. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have bought this house, Jennifer, if you hadn't pushed me to do it, for sure. Mm. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, words are powerful, and the you know, opinions of your friends and your loved ones are powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, moving on from, you know, fear and how it drives us, specifically, um, in success, what are other ways that in our social lives and in our personal lives how fear can, you know, be a good or a bad thing? Mm. You know, like, didn't you just recently start um, gathering people f- for small get-togethers that are also, you know, in the FIRE community, in the mm-hmm. financial independence community? I'm sure that wasn't easy mm-hmm. for you. Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't know what happened and how I just, like, (laughs) came about that. Mm -hmm. Let me just, hold on, like, let's see. Like, overcoming things myself has opened my eyes to, like, there's some people actually, like, they need help, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so, like, if I'm, like, closing my, the doors on myself, literally, like, myself and, and I allowed myself to open those doors, how much more doors can I open for other people just to just to think about what they can do or do differently or what not to do or something. And it feels good. I'm going to be completely selfish about it. Like, it feels good to be able to give value to, like, anyone I meet mm-hmm. about something that could literally change their lives, even just for just a little bit mm-hmm. about – because for me, I, you know, I'm very passionate about uh, personal finance and real estate and wealth building – um, and self-development. Um, so when I see that struggle in someone else or, or that they're going through something and it could affect their lives in a very positive way that they are fearing that they can't do, you know, that just empowers me to like push forward, push past that, my uncomfortability, because there's so much more out there, right? If you think about it from a, from a, a sense like that is external and not internal, it like it goes so far like, the like after who you talk to how much more effective can they be towards someone else later down the line Mm -hmm. if I just say that one thing to someone else because I was saying yes I was like man like it just takes one person like to change something in your life Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it takes two times right if you don't listen the first time sometimes it takes two times or you know, two things for you to change your mind or even three times, but it's just starting it, starting the conversation about it is important. Um, So that's how I push past fears that I think it it is super uh, beneficial to others to get past what I feel (laughs) because it's not just all about me and, you know, get past that. Yeah. I mean, not to say that um, fear is uh... Tell we're not saying fear. if you if you feel fear move towards that direction. Um, I think fear is good. Like it's you know alerting you that like hey maybe we're not so sure that we can do this or we're not so sure that this is the right thing for us or things like that. Um, but I again like that's where logic comes in. It's like are you afraid of this because you just don't know. If you can do it and you're afraid of failing it or are you afraid because you, you know, for sure, like this is something that's not good for you. You know what I mean? So I think Mm -hmm. in those instances, like you just got to interpret it accordingly, especially like if we're Mm -hmm. talking like 
you know, if you're unsure of whether you should go, you're walking, you know, like whether you should, how do I say this? Like if you should take, if you, let's say you're, you're walking distance from home and you're like, okay, should I, and it's late. You're like, should I walk home or should I take an Uber home? Because you know, danger or, uh, you know, just some people don't like to ride roller coasters and, you know, state fairs that are just pop-ups because they're like, nah, like, that might kill me, you know? So things like that, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Seeing the, the best outcome out of it. Yeah. I think it's just being more conscious about it. That's a really good point. Yeah. Is you make sure you think it through think of it what through. it can do for you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rather than think it through. Like, so see two pathways, right? And so it's like, okay, if I do this that I it doesn't make me feel good what good can come out of it? Mm-hmm. And if there's no good that can come out of it, definitely, you know, veer the other direction, especially like in the times of like that, like for safety. I mean, hundred percent think that through yeah. <laughs> if whether or not jumping off a cliff is, you know, worth the, worth the jump. And if you've like, you know, made sure everything was safe mm-hmm. and, and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, more oftentimes than not, you know, uh, other than your own safety, it's usually a good thing, you know, to um, really think it through, like what it can do for you. There's a lot of positives I don't think we consciously think about when we think of fear. Um, so, yeah, just having that that in your toolbox to feel, to, to think about fear, not in terms of like something to be scared of, but it's a tool that you can use to better your life. Yeah, and I think more than I think it's like, think it through is a big thing, (laughs) you know, it's like, yeah, you, whatever you're afraid of, you know, think it through, know yourself very well, but also know that, like, when you're put on the, let's say you move towards fear, and you're doing something difficult, that you will, uh, the, the, that extra added pressure will kind of help you get the job done if that makes sense like it's like let's say you're afraid Mm. of doing something you're afraid of failing so you don't start or you start and you will pull something out of thin air to make it happen because you're already in there and you're not trying to fail so there's a difference between like oh i'm scared to do this thing so i'm just not going to do it because i might fail and it's like well now i'm in it and if I don't do this, I will literally fail because I've already started going on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say, it's, like, it's, like, a little different. But know yourself, too. Like, if you know that you're not the type of person that acts, um, also don't kid yourself either. Like, don't lie to yourself about what your capabilities are. But if you're just, like, a unsure in a, in a state of unsureness where you're, like, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't, then I would say go for it. And then once you're in it, you'll, 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 like do it because you're already in it. And so you've already invested probably effort and time and maybe money. So um, I think that's important because, <laughs> you know, you just know yourself and know what you're capable of too. And that goes hand in hand with thinking about it, like think it through, think it through mm-hmm. logically and then go from there. Yeah. Like don't just go investing in random stocks, you know, like if you're going to start investing <laughs> in stocks, just do you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you know the the outcomes of of both ways that could go. And yeah. if you're if you're good with the outcome that it that happens, you know, like make sure it doesn't like, you know, what completely wipe you out or, mm-hmm. you know, I guess imagine the th- imagine what you would go through if it went bad. So I think that'd be good, mm-hmm. um, to to feel 
what you might feel afterwards if you already know the two ways that it could go. So if you're willing to go through the the bad um, to learn, okay, go for it. (laughs) If it's losing money just to understand how it works, um, maybe not go that route if it's losing money but um sometimes that's that's all part of taking risk and uh you know taking a risk has upsides so it's just thinking that through yep and with that i think we've covered the topic pretty well jennifer what do you think no i think that was good i I hope that you know listeners come out with being more conscious of it thinking it through having the accountability buddy um whether to do something or not and it could be not like a long ass conversation just have it through text you know if i do this what would happen if i don't do this what will happen if there's more positive than negative i say go for it yep yep think it through and uh sometimes failing is good you know because it's like you will have learned so much in the process mm-hmm. so mm-hmm All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, guys.